Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The Coterie attended the surprise opening of the Val Miller Family Protection Building and learned that Val and Everett will be living there with the daytime officers. Val was impressed with the fortifications. Everett discovered that his usual style of communication needs some improvement. Evangeline insisted that the Sheriff repair things with Teddy, and Doris tried to find less conspicuous clothing. Can the Coterie tail Horatio Sundrop without being noticed? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Everett, you just opened with the immortal vampire phrase. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Feel free to start there and let's see what happens. Uh, hey, buddy. Uh, I heard you uh, You were kind of... Uh, you, you, I, I put the scare on you, huh? You were uh, frightened. You're in hiding. Is that is that right? Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, real sorry to hear that. Uh, I want you to know I didn't mean anything uh, bad when we were talking. Um, is there a way we could get you to come back? Well, I mean, you made it pretty clear that if I if I work with the department, you've got to bend a lot of things and be very careful because you have a lot of very big enemies that will come after you or me or anyone related to either of us unless you're very secretive about everything that's going on. So... Are those forces gone? No, not yet. We're uh, we're working on it. Uh, but kind of a tricky thing seems to be happening where uh, just, uh, I don't know if you know about this kind of stuff, but uh, nature of, uh, by nature of being a vampire, sometimes you go just a little, uh, just a little crazy, it seems. There's talk of like a beast within you that kind of takes over for a while and no one seems to know what the solution to that is short of eating a person. Okay. I don't want that. Yeah. So I've been trying therapy. Mm-hmm. And who's your therapist? Val Miller. <clears throat> Do you see why we maybe need a little outside help? Have you considered hiring a real therapist? We had a real bad run-in with the real therapist. I feel like that bridge has been burned. Okay, so your theory is we're all dangerous people who are about to murder anyone at any point, and we can't help ourselves, so we would like to put a person in the room, and it's Teddy. Looks at Evangeline and just says, Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to figure out how to put this in a metaphor that you may be able to comprehend as a vampire. What eats you? What eats me? Yeah, what's the thing that's like the biggest threat to you? You don't have that. Fuck. Uh, 
Lions. I mean, lions are threatening, right? Theoretically, a lion could eat a vampire. Sure. Oh, oh shit. Werewolf. Werewolf. We'll go with werewolf. That's actually doable. They're real, right? Uh, is this a secure line, Evangeline? <laughs> is this the app? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're real. Okay. Let's say that you were a vampire living in a city run by werewolves. All right. They were all super strong. They could tear you apart at any point, And they said, if you leave town, we'll kill you. I was kind of in a sort of situation like that. Great. Then maybe you can identify. Now let's imagine that the people in charge were so crazy that they were randomly killing other werewolves next to them. Yeah. And they said, the only person who can help calm down these werewolves is you. So go and teach them how to knit a sweater. Only you don't know how to knit. You're just a cop. Are you excited to go into the murder room with the werewolves who murder each other and try to teach them how to knit when you don't know how? I see what you're saying here, Ted, but you're naturally gifted at knitting sweaters. I don't know if you know that about yourself, but... We've never met! What makes you think I'm gifted at anything? I'm married to, to a woman. I love her very much, but she can tell you. We've had troubles, too, during this whole vampire thing, and that was just us, and we started it. I love her more than anything. I've never met you. I don't know you. I gave Val the finger once. She gives my wife drives, seems stern, and is more than capable of homicide, which leaves me unsettled. She chose you, if that makes any difference. She wanted it to be you. What? She's the station's therapist. She's been talking to your wife. She's been talking to me, Doris. She doesn't have the same kind of outlet. She doesn't seem to have anyone. And so when I gave her a list of names of people that I thought would be good to talk to, you just, you seemed all right to me. You've got, I've come to know your wife somewhat. And if you're still together and I look at Evangeline again, it's like, it means you're patient and understanding with people. Teddy, oh I'm not trying to pressure you to do this. I want to be clear. But, a, but Val chose you. Uh, yeah, I... Oh my God, so you people, you know like three people in the world and you're like, of those three, we know him the least. Yeah. God damn it. <sighs> also, the fact that you're not uh, trying to turn this around on me and get, take advantage of me is also a real, real strong argument in your favor of being a therapist. I mean, us. that's really kind, but we both know I tried to blackmail you for cash instantly. Oh, that was blackmail. Oh, well, I mean, it's not really blackmail. I didn't have any leverage on you. You just needed me. To, I guess it was capitalism. Yeah, I gave you 20,000 more dollars and said we'd come back to it later when we had a lot more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you said a bunch of people want to kill me. So they don't do I, yet. I understand. <laughs> if I keep not doing the job, they don't want to at all. Uh, can you roll me? <laughs> they don't yet. Manipulation <laughs> and persuasion. <sighs> you get the New Haven die on this one. Mm. When when do I come back? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how this goes, and then we'll yeah. know. Two successes. <laughs> well, like, if I just go stay at home, they're just going to murder me at home. How do I know I'm safe? Hmm. How do you know you're safe? Do you know you're safe? Did you know you were safe before I even called you? I mean, I thought I was safe. But did you know? Okay. 
I got to do another roll. Dora starts gesticulating out the window to the Val <laughs> yeah. Miller family, family prote- yeah. safety time building. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we got a building for you. For me? Uh, I think it's for the daytime officers, but we could find a spot for you. Val and her son are moving in there. I'm moving in there. You'd be protected by us. There's a gun in the door. <laughs> I mean, this all sounds made up. Evangeline, is this true? It, It is true. I mean, it's probably one of the safest places to be in the city now. Or it's got a target on it. I'm not... Maybe both. Look, the big difference here is uh it's your call i'm not gonna come down on you i'm not gonna find you i'll find someone else to be the therapist or val i li- really chose you because i thought you'd be the best val thought so you'd be the best val's son is still in, in jail because of the weird blood thing right he's got to dry out a little longer yeah <clears throat> okay then we live with val for the short term until we know things are safe that's acceptable to me, but I got to talk to Val. Is that Val fair? walks into the room. Val, I'm on speaker with Ted here. Okay. Hi, Val. I hear you and he didn't have your session last night. Um, yeah, I just went home. He didn't show up because I scared him into hiding, and now we're renegotiating. And part of the new terms are that he stays with you and Will. I'm aware Will's in jail because of the blood thing. It would just be like you're coughing in the same apartment as Evangeline and I. So if somebody comes in, you're between the door and us. That's a totally normal therapist patient relationship, right? They're your bodyguard. That's not going to make this weird. Well, okay. Okay. What is happening? Ted is from the sounds of it, just about ready to, become the therapist that we need for the station here. (laughs) But one of his terms is that he stays with you and Will because of your guaranteed protection because that's where you'd be staying. There's some magical building with a gun in the door or something? Yeah, it's a new development today. Look, if... uh, It's... I didn't mean to make fucking trouble. I can just fucking talk to Barty. Whatever the fuck is easiest. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Teddy, this wasn't supposed to be like a big thing. Uh, Sorry. Okay, we're going to live in the gun building. I'm going to be the therapist. Val's our roommate. Looking forward to rooming Val. Fucking fine, whatever. I hope you like The Office. You got a lot of episodes to catch up on. We work in an office. We're on season five. Well, we're all making good steps. I'm going to go because apparently I have to pack up to move into the gun building. Apparently I do too. It seems like it's better for both of us, I think, compared to living on our own. Yeah, I guess so. If you disagree, let me know. You know I'll back you, Evangeline. Yeah, no, honestly, like things are getting real shady, so probably for the best. All right. Yay. Bye. Hangs up. And that's why he's the guy we want to have. Even when he had an out with Bart, he's stuck in there. He's with us. I like him. 
Clark, I am. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I. I. This was not. I me okay. either. Mm. Oh, I didn't. Also, you don't have to watch The Office. Like, it's, I don't know what that fucking is. Yeah. Yeah. We ready to go? All right. What fucking need an unmarked vehicle? I guess. Yeah, we do. So, Val, how do you get an unmarked vehicle for the coterie? I'm going to walk. <laughs> I'm going to walk into the back room where the, like, there's daytime officers that work now or no? They're no, all, they're daytime officers. There's, okay. So the, there's the officers only... who are in the building right now are Troy and Barty. <sighs> okay. I'm going to... Shit. No one else parks here? <laughs> no, it's the fucking sheriff's station. <laughs> you can take Troy or Barty's car. Okay. You're looking to get from you somebody hear, in this building. You hear Doris just call after you. Would you like me to uh, ask someone to borrow their car? Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Someone from here? What the fuck are you thinking? Oh. Okay. You're going to... <laughs> Troy, Never hey, mind. Troy, <laughs> hey, can I borrow your car? Oh, I mean, technically it's my mom's car, but yeah, I'll take care of your mom's car. Are you, are you sure you want my mom's car? Well, is there something fucking wrong with your mom's car? There's nothing wrong with it. We just, we drive for, for Lyft. It's just got like, oh. it's got like the, the stuff on it. <laughs> it's kind of pink. Fine. <laughs> okay, here I don't the have to. It doesn't work in the car, right? Or whatever. What? The whatever the lift thing is. You have to run it through your phone. Great. Bye. Yeah, Thank you, Troy. You run the car with a phone. You're welcome. Here's the keys. The shift sticks and the brakes aren't very good. Also, the left light the headlight doesn't come on. The turn signal only works if you're going right. Does it have a trunk? Yeah, it does, but it doesn't open. You have to climb into it through the back seat, but it folds down. It's not supposed to, but it does. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm give the keys back to Troy. <laughs> Troy, you need to get that car fucking fixed. I'll get back to you later. I'm now trying, I'm, I'm go- trying to, but I have such a low rating as a driver. <laughs> oh, God. Troy, this is a conversation for another fucking night. There's too, everything's too fucking complicated right now. Okay, I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Okay. You're really generous lately. Stop fucking talking to me. Oh my god, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> gonna Barty. Yeah. Can I have your car keys? Yeah, sure. Is there anything fucking wrong with that car? I mean, it's not very good. Fine. But it's fine. Okay, thank. Thanks, Barty. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. I can't tell if she was doing an impersonation of me or not. I'm going to go get Barty's car and pull it around front for everyone else to get into. Great. It's just an old Chrysler LeBaron. It's fine. Perfect. It's old. Perfect. It smells like cigarettes and iced tea. It's perfect. <laughs> yep. Ever gets in. Mm-hmm. Smells like Barty in here. It's Barty's car. Makes sense. All right. Everybody else piles in? Yep. 
And you go off to the Malkavian quarter. Oh, damn. I'd ask if there's anything you say along the way, but I think everybody's not in necessarily the chattiest mood except possibly Doris. I so. think one thing you hear halfway through the journey, just one thing from the trunk that just says, I realize that I'm wearing a sundress to go find Sundrop. And that's it. <laughs> Does anybody respond to that? No. That's Didn't a no. Think so. not, not, not even a bit. Uh, yeah, you sure are, Doris. Bark, bark, trunk! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we have Percy. Percy likes you, Doris. How nice. Please say thank you. Bark, bark. Doris says thank you, Percy. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Falls asleep. <laughs> Howdy, I'm Everett Fry. I'm taking a little break from solving vampire crimes to talk to y'all about the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support these fine folks that bring you this show and other shows at a number of different levels. Well, hell, for just $1 a month, you get access to the patron-only Discord. Now, I don't know what a Discord is, but it's my understanding that it's a place where a bunch of the fans gather and hang out, and it's quite active. Hell, even some of the cast members show up on there, and they're quite active too. So if that uh, tickles your fancy into something you'd be interested in checking out, we'll just head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. What the hell's a Patreon? So you are driving through the Malkavian Quarter. Do you have a specific strategy for where you're going to be driving, where you're going to be watching from, where you're going to start your evening? I would say, Val, you can probably take point on this as the person driving the car. We'll, we'll use your roles. Anybody sure. can chime in for strategy except Doris because she won't actually be able to give you a coherent strategy. She can just chime in. It's perfect. But yeah, just going to do... <laughs> so, I... <laughs> Sorry, that's just very funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're hearing me think out loud at the speed I think. It's <laughs> slowing down. All right, so. Now, just prowling around. I'm probably more taking notes from the sheriff, but mm-hmm. trying to look out for movement and that kind of stuff, but focused on trying to drive inconspicuously. So Great. So I'm imagining you want to get within a block of the headquarters. We, we want to start at headquarters, yeah. yeah, and stake it out. You know, he could be in there for hours. Mm-hmm. So start there. Uh, and I think... Um, Hmm. This is a little bit of a cheeky, like, retcon question, but would we have radios that are discreet, like earpieces or something? Yeah, like sure. That? I think that's a that's an easy expectation. They're not expensive. They come standard with the okay. kind of police radios and most radios you get in boxes. Everett would ensure that, you know, we've got those. Once we get, uh, you know, close to uh, the spot where we can see from the car and just watch the building, Everett would get out and walk around. Um Right, yeah. so Everett's going on foot. Yeah. If, obviously, Val, you're going to stay behind the wheel. Evangeline, mm-hmm. are you staying in the car or are you getting out on foot? Might as well stay in the car for now. Okay. And then Doris? I'd like to go on foot. Great, you're sure. out on foot. Are you going to follow Everett or are you going to go separately? Uh, I'm going to go with Everett because I have not been given explicit instruction as to what we're going to do when we find Horatio Sundrop. And I think 
what she would want to do, she knows would get her in trouble. So <laughs> she's going to. Yeah. And she can't wear a radio. Yes. That too. Um, That's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have your Stetson hat mummy child <laughs> next yeah. to you walking down the street. <laughs> Has an impact on the Jason Bourne look. Yeah, like beside it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you're walking your very strange daughter. Uh, all right, can you roll me? I would say wits and stealth, or wits and streetwise. I'll take streetwise. Great. And then for you, knowing that this is probably more dexterity and other things, we can say dex and stealth, or wits and stealth for you. Oh, we'll go dex. And I'm also- not. Can I have taken my bloodstone back from Vangeline? Yes. Okay. I'm not tailing anyone yet, so I don't think that applies here. No, that no. tailing bonus would not apply here. Uh, Val, can you roll me a drive in stealth? Oof. Yeah, that makes sense. Zero successes. I'm in a giant sundress as a mummy. I'm not uh, <laughs> doing myself any favors. Um, Just drive in stealth put together? Yep. No, or I guess, no uh, main atta- uh, uh, attribute? Intelligence and stealth or intelligence and drive. I'd give you either. Okay. Three successes for Everett on Wits and Streetwise. Okay. No successes on Unfortunately, Intelligence and Drive. <laughs> there are no parking spaces nearby that are full. So it ends up just being a LeBaron parked around the corner. Mm. And to be parked where you can see, it's visible. Right. Uh, it's not Again, it's not a car from the department. It, there's nothing giving it off as being super important, but it's also not something that you could just hide. You, right. there, you, you've been hoping you'd get a street where it's kind of wall-to-wall parked and you can find one space mm-hmm. and then just blend in as part of the usual traffic. Okay. That's not happening here. It seems like the streets in this area have been cleared for the gala down the street to mm-hmm. keep things open for people to be milling about the street for the Pyramid 2.0. Not the section that you're in. It's not like you're expecting someone to come by and tell you to fuck off. It's just the reason why there's not a lot of driving traffic directly in this area. Everett, you are walking down the street and you have Doris with you. Doris cannot hide. Doris is dressed quite flamboyantly and is being ultra strange. The thing that you have going for you is with your height and with the confusion of these outfits, it seems like you are taking her for a walk, which is she would be the worst thing you could possibly have with you if you were trying to surveil someone. So by engaging with her, and just letting her be herself. They're like, ah, oh, he's taking her for a walk. That's really nice. Yeah, okay. And it seems like your attention is completely on her and not on the environment, even though it is quite effectively on your environment. Okay. However, Doris is not aware this is a bit, which means you do have to keep her talking with you. Okay. To make it seem <laughs> like you are engaging in that way. Okay. I'd love to hear a little snippet of the conversation that you are keeping Doris having with you. So, uh, Doris, about your, uh, your vision... You know, we're out on the street here in public, so no specifics about what we talked about, but have you ever had one of those before? Yes. This one seemed different. You seemed real different when you came downstairs and told me about it. Oh, it's just, I was excited, sir. Have you ever had a nemesis for 400 years? (laughs) No, have you? Yes, sir, that's the whole point of this. Oh, Lucius. Sorry, I didn't realize it was a ridiculous question when asked of you. Um, Lucius, uh, what's his last name? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Lu- Lucius Balefire, sir. Right, right, Lucius Balefire. Uh, have you had visions about him before? I think, to be perfectly honest and self-aware, sir, 100 years in a golden casket, 
made me lock away that part of my mind. I think. Is that what they call disassociating? Mm, Locking away your mind? Yeah, that sounds something like it. Yes. You were disassociating for a hundred years? Well, the thing is, sir, is that I don't know what I've lost. I know I've lost things, but I don't exactly know where they are. I feel perfectly normal. Well, that's good, because it sounds like you've been through hell. Hmm. But now I have the first opportunity. You can understand why I hate the pyramids so much, sir. I understand there must be a mighty urge to take vengeance when when and however you can. I appreciate your uh, restraint, you know, in service of getting it done right on the first try. Well, I do um, uh, defer to your authority, (sighs) but I have this opportunity and I would really like to take it, but I also understand that New Haven must come first. Yeah, there's a certain order these things need to happen, Ian. I suppose in this century that makes sense. I get first stab, sir. <laughs> I, uh, I won't try to take that from you. Very kind. If you say so. Ever, can you roll me a wits and awareness? Yeah. <sighs> can I also get one from Val and from Evangeline? Oh. Everett, add two dice to your pool. Ooh, uh, two tens uh, for a total of five. Mm-hmm. Wow, just one success for me. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine dice rolled, one success. Two, two successes. <laughs> two? Where's the second one? Seven, You're right, two yeah. successes. Not as bad as I thought. All right. Well, Everett, you see that people are moving in front of the Malkavian headquarters. You can just see that at a distance. You can't spot who. Val, you're just keeping an eye on the block. You see a lot of people moving back and forth. Mm -hmm. You don't have as clean an angle as Evangeline does from the backseat of the LeBaron, where she looks over. Mm -hmm. And Evangeline, what you see is among the crowd that is moving in and out of the Malkavian HQ, Horatio Sundrop has actually come down the steps and is there standing in front. And you're seeing a collection of Malkavian vampires all come up shake hands, give a bow, and move away. It's clear that there's a little bit of theatricality around this, but as far as you can tell as you start counting the numbers, this is almost every member of the Malkavians coming up to just like show respect at the start of the night to Horatio Sundrop in a public space. This does not match your understanding of the very subtle clan leader you have dealt with before, because this requires the whole clan to show up at the start of the night and do this. You don't know how often this occurs, but it's not very hidden. Evangeline will radio to everyone saying, uh, things are looking weird at Malkavian HQ. Horatio Sundrops come out. It seems like the whole clan is like coming up to shake his hand all formally and stuff. This He's he's here. Uh all yeah. right. I want to take out my phone. Yep. Switch to the camera. Mm-hmm. Hold it to my face like I'm on a call and just mash the picture button and walk around. Great. Yeah, you can cross the street, absolutely get a bunch of photos doing that. No problem. Uh, You do so. That's quite possible. Can you roll me a dex and stealth or a dex and subterfuge? 
I would also say I would allow a Dex and Streetwise if you, because this is a kind of a clever street move. I'll do Streetwise. Um, and because this is Dex based outside of combat, oh, it requires a Rouse check. I'm thinking about fleetness. Um, I think I'm okay. Okay. Uh, and I don't need you to roll Doris because we've accepted that you are not going to be hidden. You are now just a part of the ruse. Yeah. She would be having a question and come up in her mind at this point, which I will. Two successes. Two successes? What was the question you would ask? I think just um, it's more of a esoteric question for her because she's not really paying attention to this, but mm-hmm. like something that's been floating around in her mind for a while. She can't do it. But like, is it possible to replace one vampire's mind with another? Not from what you know of blood magic, but you don't know everything. Okay. You know, you can, from from what you've seen or heard about or heard in legend, it's possible to plant new memories, remove memories, yeah. give orders. It's possible to order people to do harm to themselves. You have to be incredibly powerful to be able to do that. It's also possible, theoretically, then you start dealing with like mortal legends and you don't know what carries over, but like could demonic possession be vampires mm. controlling minds from a distance? You don't know. It's possible. Okay. Um. But you've never heard of like supplanting into somebody else's okay. body. Cool. Are you asking me that or was that the question for Everett? I'm asking you that. Yeah. She yeah, doesn't that's... voice that to him. Cool. So you've got two of those. You get a bunch of photos. Okay. What, what's your game plan now? Got the photos. Uh, want to still keep watching, right? Like it's, we're not done yep. here. Um, but I uh, just want to make sure I got photos on the phone and wasn't holding my phone up, pointing them at a crowd. <laughs> um <laughs> And so uh, uh, I'll, um, uh, is there anything else on this street to kind of interact with passively? Is there a, a, like a newspaper stand where the Venture News is sold or anything like that? Or there's nothing as obvious as that. Uh, The Venture News, again, has to be kind of discreet. Nevertheless, in New Haven, they can't have physical copies leaving. But you are walking towards the Pyramid 2.0 and they have a bunch of people handing out flyers out front. So you could just go collect some flyers and head back as though that was part of your trip. That seems dicey with the... Ever recognizable Doris. Doris would stay behind for that little (laughs) jaunt. Uh, All right. Yeah, Everett would say, um, go back across the street and uh, start walking towards the car. Right, sir. I'm just going to go see if I can grab a pamphlet here and get a little closer, get a look at something. All right, Doris, can you roll me? Mm. I would say a wits and performance. Oh, okay. Everett, what's your what are you what's your plan right now? Inconspicuously <laughs> approach. Great. Don't like necessarily um interact with them. Like I'm not I don't want to interrupt anything. I'm just walking by and I just want to see things, hear things, that's all. Great. And you're moving towards the pyramid or you're coming back as well? I'm just trying to figure towards out towards the pyramid. Towards the pyramid. Great. So you're able to just continue walking. Again, there is a crowd of people lined up to go inside. There are people across the street watching them. It's a very busy street there's just a lot of kind of business going on clearly there's a lot of interest so being another person walking among them jason borning it (laughs) you you blend in nobody's there looking for that uh the pyramid people are all on the pyramid side of the street they're not worried about the people who are gawking and watching because they probably hit them with the pamphlets a bazillion times if you want to engage with anybody you'll need to cross the street to that size but you're just blending in no problem perfect doris what was your roll big old zero there bud (laughs) i was only rolling two dice uh, across the street mm-hmm. the Malkavians they spot this very strange little girl across the street just going and from the vehicle you just see 
Horatio like wave off the rest of them and turn and go into the alley next to the building between the Malkavian headquarters towards the pyramid side of things. Can you both roll me a wits and awareness? One success. Three successes. Three successes. Evangeline, you don't spot anything. Yeah. Val, you're a little further forward, so you've got your vantage point. What you see is a flash of the the packets of blood that you have seen in the hands of a few of the Malkavians as they turn away. Okay. So you're guessing that this may have been an exchange of people's rations for the day going directly to the clan leader to collect them instead of having them in their homes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just a ballpark guess based on the evidence you're seeing right now as they all kind of merge into the night. Clark, it looks like they're not just shaking hands, but giving their rations to Horatio. Giving, like giving their rations that come from G the giving, giving blood or taking. Supply? You're not sure. There's the rations are involved. Not sure if it's yeah, giving or taking. Maybe he's giving them something, but it looks like ration packets are getting exchanged up there. What? Can is there is there anyone we can follow? We can there are a collection of Malkavians heading in different directions, melting into the shadows, mm -hmm. perfect, like yeah. purposefully disappearing, blending into the pyramid crowd. And you see an SUV pull out from beside the Malkavian headquarters and then head toward you because it's the way out with the pyramid blocking yep. the street. They're driving away. They're not like speeding or trying to make a break for it. They're just moving. And some of the Malkavians got into it. You know Horatio went around the corner. And then this SUV has come out. You do not know if Horatio is in it. It's all very tinted. Oh, man. Can we... Can I note, like, the the vehicle? The, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have all that. Over oh, the radio. <laughs> it looks like there's an SUV with maybe some Malkavians, maybe Horatio. Want me to tail it? No, not tonight. Tonight we're just playing it real cool. We don't want to tip anybody off. I think we're almost done here. All right. I got the license number. Good. Can we get a hand on one of these blood packets? I think even that is too much tonight. Again, <sighs> we are not going to push our luck on this. We have no in with Horatio Sundrop. We need to build this one from the ground up. There are Malkavians still moving in every direction. The SUV pulls past the LeBaron and drives off before taking a right and heading north further up into town. Doris, you continue forwards. Do you climb into the LeBaron? Where where are you headed at your end game of walking along the street? As you see Malkavians going, like spreading out from the front of the building. They're not fully running, but they're kind of like breaking in different directions, casually walking. Do I see one alone? <laughs> there is one that is heading towards the LeBaron to take a right down the street away from the police car. I mean, it's Barty's car, so it's your cops and you're using it. So right mm -hmm. now it's a police car, but it's just mm -hmm. a car. I think I will follow that. <sighs> you don't have a radio, so you haven't heard any of Everett's orders. Mm -hmm. So you are also entirely acting of your own volition. Do we have eyes on Doris? You see Doris. And, and, and our mission was to go and find people to talk to, find Malkavians to talk to. So <laughs> I think she's going to go and politely ask this person to walk and talk with her. Majestic. So you begin pursuing <laughs> this person. They are ahead of you. Are you going to run up beside them? What's your plan? So they've just taken the right and are moving past the LeBaron down the street. 
Um, I feel like once we are out of like sight of mm-hmm. other Malkavians, she would just be like, excuse me, are they wearing sunglasses? You can't tell. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's at night and they're there and they're walking away. Um, uh, yeah, fuck it. She's going to be like, excuse me, and call out to them. Great. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Buttwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are a Malkavian. Yeah. You were at this this meeting. You are now trying to get away, and you hear this voice behind you. I know that voice. I turn around. <laughs> Lock eyes with her. Like, yeah. I, I you look. don't know who this is because you can't tell with the bandages and everything yeah. else. It's right. just a weirdo in yeah. sundress yeah. dress, a Stetson hat, and bandages. Hi. Right. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um. And you don't wear you don't you don't have sunglasses on. No, Sam Butwise is just no. walking down the street. Um, yeah. uh, I would like to mem- mesmerize him into getting into our car. Great. <laughs> Sam does not know that is coming, but Sam is a vampire, which means he innately resists. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> what are my stats, boss? Yeah, we're gonna we're all gonna learn that in a second. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh my God, Sam Butwise. <laughs> favorite. He's back. Okay, mesmerize. So it is a manipulation plus dominate. Oh, is it manipulation plus dominate? Oh, I thought it was charisma plus dominate. Okay, cool. What's oh, the-, the difference between your manipulation and your charisma? Um, one and one. So basically, my extra point in dominate, it would be the exact. I'd be rolling the exact same dice as I would be for a regular compel. Great. So I, I, I didn't give you a dot and anything else, did I? I just no. gave you the boost. Then take a dot and manipulate. Cool. Hey, all right. Because realistically, you've been doing a lot of mental manipulation on an ongoing basis. I so thinking, I think I, it's, like, I haven't it, done a compel in eight episodes. No, it, <laughs> like, oh my god! You've done so well for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So six. Okay. Okay, and it is going up against. Oh, I said it out loud, and then I lost the page. Tyler, did I do you remember? Did I say the pool for you? I did not. And I did my rouse no. check, and I passed my rouse check for the intelligence plus rise. resolve. Four. It's four dice. Four dice. How hungry is he at the beginning? Four dice. He's got. Uh, he's got one hunger currently. One, okay. Come on, buddy. Don't fuck this up. Ooh. <laughs> that's that's uh, one two. Three, four, five, seven. Damn. Three. He is fully under your control. His mind is putty in your hands. What Wonderful. do you say to him? Um, and you have more than a sentence now. Now you can oh, like describe yeah. what you want him to do. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you're going to walk and talk with me into a car and you're going to tell me the truth, Mr. Buttwise. Right. And we're going to have a lovely time. All right. Okay. And then you're going to tell no one. Okay. Wonderful. And she's going to take his arm. Uh, and walk him towards the car. She is doing this. Everett, are you headed back towards the vehicle? <laughs> are you staying where you were? What is, what's your plan? I think with my <laughs> last things being said over the radio being like, I think we're wrapping up tonight. We've just, we're just following. We're just seeing who he interacts with, blah, blah, blah. I'd probably be heading back to the car. Unless I saw something that drew my attention on, on while I was over with the pamphlets and stuff. But yeah, I'd be saying, I think we're done here. Okay. 
Great. Heading, so heading back. Said you're done. You're heading back. So you're walking back. Meanwhile, at the vehicle, you were this. inside it. You watched Doris come around the corner and she whammied this vampire before you could do anything. Mm-hmm. Sure. If Doris looks like she mind controlled a mild cavian, they might be heading towards us. Please advise. Well, and you hear the chunk of the back door open as Doris leads Sam into the back seat of the LeBaron. Uh, then d- this is Mr. Buttwise. He's here. I have to turn down the radio volume so it doesn't... <laughs> he knows that he's here to talk to us and have a nice time, tell the truth, and then go his way without telling anyone. Is that right, Mr. Buttwise? Yeah. I, I am eyeing Evangeline through the rearview mirror, like a panic. Like <laughs> Doris also Evangeline climbs into the put car. put her arms up like, I yeah. don't know. chunk door closed. You're all in. We're all going to have a lovely chat because we appreciate Mr. Buttwise being here and speaking with us. Ever, you heard the start of what Val said on the radio, and now you're hearing nothing. What do you do? Uh, that makes me concerned. So I'm getting, I'm coming up on the car. Uh, do I see Doris getting in with a stranger? Mm-hmm. I will turn a corner and walk a different way. I plausible deniability. The sheriff's department is not involved in this. I'm not there. <laughs> Which way are you turning? Are you heading? So you are heading back towards the LeBaron from the pyramid. Yeah. The HQ of the Malkavians is to your left. Mm-hmm. To your right are spaces between buildings that would head further north into town. Um, I'll head uh, uh, across the street to where everyone else is kind of gawking at uh, at the pyramid. Uh, there's a bit mm-hmm. of a crowd there. I'll just blend in there. I've got a Yeah, you were pretty much there. I'll, you you turn around it, and make I'll, your way back. I'll hold it in there. front of me as if I'm reading, but I am just staring at the car. Okay, so you're just going to stay where you are. You're not... Yeah, and yeah. I'm just talking like, can anyone hear me right now? Belle is pulling out her phone in her lap and makes a group text chat with Evangeline <laughs> and Everett and is just, should I move the car or stay here? I don't know what the fuck she's doing, is a text sent to both of them. Uh, Everett would say, uh, um, uh, uh, get rid of him. He can't know who we are. Like, get him out of the car. Get him gone. <clears throat> Meanwhile, in the back seat, Doris, what are you asking your new friend, Sam Buttwise? Mr. Buttwise, my name is Cindy. Hello, Cindy. It's very nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. Thank you. We were just wondering what everybody was doing with Mr. Sundrop over there. Oh, I'll tell you. Please do. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Horatio has shifted it, so every morning you have to meet Horatio to receive your rations. So every morning you have to go. Every evening? Sorry, every fucking vampire (laughs) morning. morning. (laughs) Same for them. Uh, but like every at the beginning of every night, you have to go to see Horatio to like give him an official like nod and mini bow, and then you receive your rations for the night. You don't get to keep your own anymore. Okay. At the beginning of every night, all Malkavians are to assemble in front of Malkavian headquarters, and we receive our rations from Horatio himself. We pay deference to him, and he gives us our blood ration. And why did that change, Mr. Sundrop? You didn't do that before, did you? I didn't do that before, but the reason it changed. It just changed after the Hot Town Hall Massacre. I don't know why it changed. Really? I see. I believe you. Thank you. Thank Um, you. Has Mr. Sundrop ever said anything strange to you about or told you what he wants? Does he have any new friends? No. He seems the same. He seems like... He has never, well, her question was, has he said what he wants? No, you don't know what he wants. Is he hanging out with new people? No, they're the same vampires. It's just a smaller number of them. Like his inner circle got a lot tighter all of a sudden. Okay. He hasn't said anything to me. Same people he spends his time with. uh, Specifically a smaller group. 
And do you know why the Malkavian Quarter isn't quite being taken care of as much as it used to be, Mr. Sun, uh, Mr. Butwise? No. <laughs> Mel is getting out of the front seat of the car, opening the car door where Sam Butwise is sitting, and just... Hi. We're not finished chatting. We're not finished chatting. <laughs> Loretta, do you have any questions from Mr. <clears throat> Butwise? That you'd like me I want to be clear. Evangeline is just like facing the window, like looking <laughs> away. Uh, Mr. Buttwise, can you roll me <laughs> a wits and awareness? So that'll be four dice. Okay. <laughs> four successes. Four successes. You immediately recognize Val, and because you're compelled to say the truth, you have to correct Doris and be like, no, her name's Val. <laughs> right. Her name's Val. I saw her at the Friendship Festival. Oh. Well, that's very nice. Well, Mr. Buttwise. Out of the car. I think you're free to go. But remember, you're not to tell anyone about this. I'm free to go, but I'm not to tell anyone about this. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to get up and leave as Sam yeah, Butwise. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. you can just continue your night, Mr. Butwise. Is Sam Butwise in now some kind of horrific mental prison of just like he is unable <laughs> to speak of these events, but he carries them with him? <laughs> Doris and Val. Mm-hmm. Can you both roll me oh, a wits and a cult? Mm. God damn. Is this, this isn't blood magic. No, this isn't blood magic. No, this okay. is not. Well, this is understanding blood magic. So yeah, throw an extra die on there for blood magic. All right. Nothing for Val. Just zero. Yeah, you, you don't know if that works or not. Six. Yeah, you take a moment to make sure that all the boxes are checked and the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted in terms of this magic. And you realize... That you have control on him for a while, mm-hmm. but this is just an expanded version of your compel. You're just more powerful and you're better at this yet. You can't replace memories and you man- can't make compulsions or suggestions that last forever. Mm-hmm. So he will be able to tell everybody about what happened here in like a half hour. Sam runs. What? Sam Sam is walking away, but the scene has ended. So Sam can now bail. So he is starting to run. Right. He got about 15 feet from the car and then just fucking takes off. Right. Fuck. Fuck. I have to run after this guy. I don't know what else to do. That's a very reasonable thing to do. Uh, You you, you take off after him. Yep. And the car doors, both car doors are just open as I take (laughs) off down the street after this guy. Yeah. uh, Can you roll me dexterity and athletics? And Sam, can you roll me dexterity and athletics? It will be for Sam... Four dice. Three successes. Fuck, two successes. <laughs> Sam is gaining on the fucking distance. <laughs> fuck, he's fuck, he's fuck. almost I'm, away. I'm turning my radio back on. Fuck, Sheriff, he's running. I don't, I'm chasing him. What the fuck should I do? <laughs> Everett? <laughs> You're in the middle of a crowd pretending to read a newspaper? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, Everett will. Uh, uh. Uh, on the radio, say, uh, um, Clark, are you still in the car? Yes. Get behind the wheel. All right. So, Evangeline, I'm a mad, do, do you go out the open door? Do you climb through the middle? What are you doing? I mean, the open door's got to close. Yeah, so she'll go out the open door, get into the driver's seat. Great. So the driver's seat is now open. The rear Driver's side is closed. Okay, yeah, all the doors are closed. I'm mapping yeah. like, oh, God, I don't know which <laughs> yeah, side yeah, of this yeah. fucking yes, car. Yes. Okay, all the doors are closed. She's in the driver's seat. 
Follow them. Don't make it obvious that you're chasing them in a car. I'll circle around the block and meet you. We'll get in the car together. We're just not getting in the car here in front of people. Okay, dexterity and drive okay. for you. I need a dexterity and athletics for you, Val, because you're in pursuit. I need a dexterity and athletics. It's four dice from Sam Buttwise. Doris, what are you doing during this madness? I'm being mad because Val came in and ruined my conversation. <laughs> Doris, Doris is just pissed. Yes. Just pouting. Yes. Okay, so she's pouting in the back. Two successes for Sam. One. Two successes for Val. All right, so the distance between Val and Sam remains the same as they pull away. The challenge for you with one success is the car backfires and doesn't start. So it takes you Shit. a while to get the car actually okay. up and running because it's not a great car. She'll radio to Val, be like, just Val, which way is he going? I'm saying a street name. Where yeah, he's, next he's, yeah, he's just straight lining it, but he's heading towards an area where there are a lot of towards the center because you guys Fuck. are at the center. He's heading towards the the cross line between the Nosferatu quarter and the Malkavian mm. quarter. There are a number of stores. There are a number of little back lots. It's an easy place to kind of just disappear between buildings right. and between the right. little back mm -hmm. alleyways between them. Yeah. But that's where he's heading. Yeah. It's, she'll just re He's going towards the Nosferatu quarter. There's a bunch of buildings. I'm trying to stay on him. All right, that's what you all hear. Doris, are you doing anything or are you just grumpy? I'm grumpy. <laughs> Doris is grumpy. You're I mean, driving. like, I'm prepared I'm to, like, make him stop if mm -hmm. if we get close enough. Great. So you're, you're geared up. We'll say this like a held action. If you get yeah. within range, you'll, you'll yes. get him. Yeah. There's a window that's down. You're ready to lean out it, stare and yell, yeah. you know? We're going to do another drive check. Same okay. thing for Evangeline. We're going to do another run check for Val. We're going to do another run check for Sam. I'm going to rouse. I, Evangeline's gonna rouse as well. Great. This is. Uh, yeah, I passed. Uh, Sam's gonna rouse. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. God damn it, Sam. Bye. Okay, so he's another hunger die. Four successes. Five successes for oh, Sam. Fuck four successes. <laughs> Fastle bastard. Sam, I'm gonna give you a choice because you're 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 in the lead. Uh, you can. Get a little bit further ahead and disappear between some buildings, but they're still very close and on you. Or you can stay the same distance ahead of Val, but get your phone out and start calling someone. Uh, I'll get my phone out. Okay. Great. Who yeah. do you want to call? <laughs> Boy, who can Sam Buttwise call? All like just <laughs> ex-girlfriends. Just no. <laughs> The dating pool is is crazy in New Haven. <laughs> yeah, just, there's a lot of ex girlfriends. Uh, yeah, uh, they the the authorities you would normally call are the sheriff's department. Sure. They're not in uniform, so that's a possibility. Yeah, but I know it was Val. You know it was Val, so that would be borderline yeah. question marky. Mm. Um, you also could call Horatio. Theoretically, you call the head of the clan if you've got a clan problem. And this is vampires jumping vampires. And nobody here is a Malkavian. You know that consistently because you know the Malkavians. Or you could call your mom. Mom first. She'll know what to do. <laughs> you whip out your phone while you're sprinting and call your mom. Yeah. Just uh, are we are we having that conversation? She, oh, yeah, yeah we're, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Run, running, running. Mom. Hello. What's wrong? I'm being chased. Oh. Can't you call the police? One of them is the police, Mom. Oh, wow. What did you do? I don't know. I made some... I made a deal with them about sponsoring the Friendship Festival. I may have overstayed my welcome singing karaoke. I don't, I don't know if they're mad about, at me about that. They were oh. asking me about 
Horatio, I, I don't know what's going on. Oh, no, you made political enemies. That's not good. That's political not good. enemies? Oh, does, does Horatio like you right now? I mean, he, he he notices me when I say hello and get my blood. Oh, good, good, because you're a handsome boy. You should call Horatio. Call Horatio. He'll save you. Okay, thanks, Mom. I love you. I love you, too. Bye. <laughs> okay, so that call happens. <laughs> and we get to do another round of die rolling. Oh the distance stays the same. So, the same drive check. You are so close to being caught up to yeah. them, Evangeline. Same run check. Okay, hold Same on. run check. You said that the area is kind of run down and dirty. Yes. Can I find a, like some an object, like a board or something? Oh, oh that's good. Romeo Wits and Awareness. Oh, wait. You also theoretically have your gun and your <laughs> stakes. Oh, God. Yeah, I... Uh... <laughs> Here's the other thing. You could just throw your gun. <laughs> <laughs> Your gun is a heavy weight with a safety on it. You could just peg him with a gun like it's a rock. Perfect. That's what I want. Oh. I just want to hit him. I want to try to like take his legs out from under him because now I saw that he pulled up a phone. So I'm like, we have to stop whatever's happening. Great. Right so now. you're gonna throw your gun. Yep. Which is so funny that I'm gonna I'm because you're trying to hit him hard. Yes. Right, here's the question: Are you aiming for the leg or are you aiming for the torso? Because center of torso, I can give you strength because you're hitting a big target. If you're trying to target a leg oh, or a head, right in the middle of dexterity. his back, then fuck this Bam. guy up. Strength, okay. uh, strength, and firearms. <laughs> Thank what? you. You throwing a gun. Uh, cars the same. Running is the same for you, Sam. Uh, just a quick four question dice. about, uh, so it's four dice, but I roused previously. That's yep. only for that roll? Yep. Yeah, that's only okay. for that roll. Got it. Uh, well, so I lose one of the other ones because I stay hungry. You okay. could rouse again, baby. Um, He's focused on the call now. Okay. Like before, I think it was sense. like he looks yeah. over his shoulder like, I got to fucking go. Now it's like oh. I am one phone call away from salvation. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, I had to rouse again. If you want. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that was such a good roll, but. Okay, I'll do it again. I'll give it to you at a minus one if you like the original score at a minus one to your total of successes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Then it's five. Okay. Three successes for Mr. Sundrop. Okay. Or Buttwise, excuse me. Mr. Buttwise. Five successes. Five successes. Sam is furiously typing a number into his phone, stumbles, gets hit in the back with a gun, and just goes down. Goes down, at which point the car... (laughs) squeals around him and stops in front of him blocking his path. So Sam is laying on the ground and the car is the top of the T facing towards him. All right. And I just want to be on top of Sam Buttwise and hold his arms behind his back. Like I think I still have handcuffs, but I don't think I need to do that. I just want to be on top of him and hold him down so other people can decide what the fuck to do. Great. Can you roll me a dexterity and brawl? And Sam, can you roll me... <laughs> A dexterity and brawl. I need, uh, or a dexterity, yeah, dexterity and brawl. It'll be four dice for you, Sam. my grapple. Your grapple bonus will apply. This is you racing to see if you can subdue him before he manages to To hit call on the the phone. Sam is rousing because it feels quite desperate. Yes, absolutely. Fuck it, I'm going to rouse too. If I'm seeing him grabbing for that phone. Okay. Oh, shit. Damn, Mr. Buttwise. <clears throat> it's just three successes. Seven. <laughs> Sam, you get to Wait, yell. Wait, what? Uh, two zeros. He got ten. Plus uh, everything else was a was success? a success. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, and you because you roused. Yeah. Fuck. Holy shit, Sam, man. you get to yell two panicked sentences to Horatio Sundrop before Val lands on top of you. What do you yell? Oh. Two sentences. Yes. 
Val Miller has me. I think they're going to kill me. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D E L B O R O V I C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A H Z Z A R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.